0: Hey, what's up, everyone? It is CW. Thank you for checking out the Top Docs Radio show. On this week's episode, we continued our series with the Medical Association of Georgia, and I was really pleased to have this particular conversation because over the years I've been doing this show, I haven't done a lot of conversation with financial services and investment-type folks to really be able to learn a whole lot about that ecosystem. And, And as it happens today, on this episode, we were focused on retirement planning, particularly for physician groups and those that are looking to add for 401k type benefits to their profit sharing plans. I had the chance to sit down with Kevin Rainwater. He's a managing partner with Atlanta Capital Group, specializing in retirement planning. He began his career in the financial services industry more than 16 years ago. He's got a passion for helping employees, executives, and business owners reach their retirement goals. And of course, the focus of this particular conversation is helping physicians and their support staff to be able to reach their particular retirement goals and have a chance to actually have a good nest egg available to them when that time comes. And as it happens, the Medical Association of Georgia makes available to its members a way that they can save time and money and retain their employees by participating in the MAG-sponsored 401k retirement plan available through Atlanta Capital Group and Transamerica. It's a multiple employer plan and really has a lot of nice features to it and a close relationship with the financial advisors that are guiding the physician groups and their staff through involvement with this 401k plan. We had a chance to learn more about it in detail from Kevin talking about how they're able to help a medical practice.
1: Well, I think the fee disclosure requirements that came out a few years ago are helping employers and and physicians understand more of, of what they're paying. Uh, and what their participants are paying through not only administrative costs, but also investment-related fees and costs. So if you haven't looked and done a, um, a real comprehensive benchmark of your plan within three to five years, you're probably overpaying, both in investment-related and administrative costs. And that's typically because physician groups are are very good at, at, at saving, and, and they put a lot of money in not only for themselves as physicians, but also on the, uh, behalf of their staff. So these plans typically grow at a more rapid pace than you would maybe have in a manufacturing firm or something like that. As assets grow within the plan, we can typically go back and offer savings to both the employer and the employees in the form of investment-related fees.
0: Stick around. I got the full interview with Kevin Rainwater coming up next. Good afternoon, everyone. It is C.W. Hall, your host here on the Top Docs Radio Show. Thanks for making us a part of your day today, continuing our ongoing series with the Medical Association of Georgia. We've been working with them for a little over a year on the show here. Now we're Joining with them a couple times a month in the studio, talking about some, I think, very interesting and certainly relevant topics of different types from things that are going on over at the Capitol to today. We're talking with Kevin Rainwater. He's a partner, a managing partner with the Atlanta Capital Group, and they oversee some of the retirement options that are uh, the plans that they have there with the Medical Association of Georgia being made available to their members. So I'm really happy to have you here in the studio, Kevin, to share some information about this, because obviously not all 7,800 members are, are signed up yet.
1: Not yet, no, <laughs> no, not yet.
0: So we'll get down into some of those options and how you can help a medical practice with some of these things from retirement as well as tax types of benefits. But first, introduce us to yourself and, and Atlanta Capital Group.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, Atlanta Capital Group is an individual and in, in retirement planning firm based in uh, in Atlanta. Uh, we have offices in St. Simons, uh, New York, Boston, Raleigh, and now most recently Houston. Uh, I run the retirement plans team um, at Atlanta Capital Group. We have about 75 corporate retirement plans that we currently manage. Uh, we've been working with the Medical Association of Georgia for just over three years now, and we were fortunate enough uh, just over three years ago to win the, uh, the opportunity to work with as advisor of record on uh, their multiple-employer 401k plan. Uh, we established that from the ground up uh, alongside Transamerica and Retirement Strategies, Inc., uh, both out of Atlanta here, and uh, feel like we've built a best-in-class uh, 401k plan uh, that can offer Economies of scale, uh, savings on fees, and an excellent investment offering to the members of MAC. I see,
0: and that probably answered my question right there. I was, I was going to ask one: when we talk about a multiple employer plan, what are we talking about?
1: When you're talking about a multiple employer 401k plan, you're talking about a a plan that's usually affiliated with some type of association. Um, or big uh, business organizations. So with, um, in, in particular with MAG, the Multiple Employer 401k plan allows members of MAG their, um, their practices to adopt to be a member of the uh, Multiple Employer 401k plan. So they're going in alongside uh, uh, other uh, uh, practices uh, to create those economies of scale. Um, to lower their overall fees mm-hmm. and to get the benefit of what you might only see with a much larger 401k plan.
0: And that that essentially did answer my question, and it was going to be, I assume, that being a participant in a plan like that, my, my cost is going to be less versus someone coming by my office and saying, hey, I can help you with with these things, then you might end up paying some higher fees than you would to have access to the same sort of plan through this channel.
1: Well, that's that's uh, twofold, uh, CW, in, in in a couple ways. One, um, when we built the MAG 401k plan, one thing we wanted to focus on is the participants within those plans, not just the uh, physicians, but the participants within those plans. So uh, we have built a team of experts that go into detail individual investment advice uh, with every participant within the 401k plan. Um, so, like you were saying, where somebody comes around your office and off, uh, offers to help, uh, that typically does not happen in a 401k plan. Um, there's just not uh, enough str- uh, feet on the street to do that. So. We have dedicated team members that go out, meet with the individual employees, uh, give them investment advice should they need it, uh, and also give them retirement planning advice. Uh, And then as far as the physicians are concerned, um, we have our uh, full staff of uh, individual investment advisors and certified financial planners. Uh, on our staff uh, that meet with uh, the physicians and help them with their asset allocation, help them with their overall tax planning and what they're trying to achieve with the retirement plan, and ultimately help them with their estate planning and, and overall financial planning.
0: And Kevin, when you look around the healthcare community and, and medical practices in particular, just a guesstimate, how, how many, what percentage would you say are actually offering such a plan to their practices, whether they're large or small?
1: I think it's it's probably fairly high. I would say that um, eighty to eighty five percent of physician practices out there have some type of retirement plan in place. Um, I would say, however, that probably sixty to seventy percent of that number uh, is is outdated. Uh, They're probably using a plan that they haven't looked at in a very long time. Uh, They're probably using a plan that is high in fees and, and, and and charges. And they're probably using a plan that's not the most beneficial from a tax standpoint, um, maybe what their practice needs at that given time. There's a lot of opportunities out there right now that haven't been available in the past uh, 10 to 15 years uh, regarding uh, physician groups uh, to increase retirement savings uh, versus what they were able to do in a typical 401k plan, um, and also to offer a wider variety of of lower cost investment options within those plans.
0: And so I was hoping to talk a little bit more about that. I think, I think that's interesting in that you talk about if I set up a plan, I'm, I'm good to go. I've got a plan in place for my office. We're, we're all set. We don't need to talk to you. Uh, but if it's been around for a little while, what are some of the th- facets around the 401k plans that are available and how they're structured today that have changed that are impacting that?
1: Well, I think the fee disclosure requirements that came out a few years ago um, are helping employers and, and physicians understand more of, of what they're paying uh, and what their participants are paying through not only administrative costs, but also investment related fees and costs. So if you haven't looked and done a, um, a real uh, comprehensive uh, benchmark of your plan within three to five years, you're probably overpaying both in investment-related and administrative cost, And that's typically because physician groups are are very good at at, at saving, and, and they put a lot of money in not only for themselves as physicians, but also on the, uh, behalf of their staff. So these plans typically grow at a more rapid pace than you would maybe have in a manufacturing firm or something like that. So as assets grow within the plan, we can typically go back and offer savings to both uh, the employer and in the employees in the form of investment related fees
0: I'm uneducated around a lot of these matters so when I asked this question it, it may be born out of that but is the as my assets grow does my fee grow along as a percentage of that or are the fees typically more of a this is the fee for this, and it's a just a dollar amount, or is it a percentage or a basis point of whatever the assets are?
1: Well, typically in the past, um, it was all basis points, um, and uh, those basis points could be as high as two, two and a half percent. Um, typically, the administration and advisory fees were all rolled into the overall investment-related fees of the plan. Um, we offered the opportunity where um, there's very little out of pocket expense uh, for the individuals, um, but we've also offered the opportunity um, both inside the MAG uh, MEP plan and outside uh, to offer physicians a way to where they can pay a lot of those costs out of the practice and have a much bigger tax benefit by paying those out of the practice and ultimately lower their overall investment-related fees. Typically, the investment-related costs are still basis points. Uh, you still have your mutual fund or, uh, or whatever type of investment you're in. You you, you still have those related costs uh, as underlying fees. So if
0: I don't have a plan like this in place, a 401k plan for my practice, I mean, how challenging is it to get started, and, and is it very expensive? I mean, there's sort of a lot of upfront costs for me to do it.
1: We have uh, worked uh, very, very hard and diligently when we set this plan up to try to eliminate uh, those barriers to entry. Uh, so um, it's it's very inexpensive on a front-end Charge standpoint, and it's very streamlined from an, uh, a plan installation standpoint. So, uh, we work with uh, new physician groups that might have spun off from other physician groups. We look at uh, new practices, and we help them with their overall plan design. We help them with the most beneficial tax structure for the plan, uh, matching and and profit sharing uh, scenarios within the plan, and we can typically do that in a very streamlined, um, easy and low cost alternative to what they can find elsewhere in the marketplace.
0: Managing partner of Atlanta Capital Group, Kevin Rainwater, joining me in the studio. We're learning about some of the retirement options for physician practices out there at the moment, looking at the multiple employer plan that they run with the Medical Association of Georgia and offer to their members. If I've got a plan in place, I've already maybe I'm one of those practices you mentioned, five, ten years ago I set up a a plan in place when I started my practice and haven't really looked at it much since then. How hard is it if if I do have that conversation with you and there's this revelation of, holy cow, I've been paying a whole lot more than I really need to and I want to switch. How hard is that process, moving from one to another?
1: Uh, Plan transitions uh, in the past have been more painful than they are now. And the reason I say that is because... uh, Data was not as readily available as it is now. Uh, Record keeping systems were not as um, current and um, and streamlined as they are now. So now, with uh, with a sixty to ninety day window. Uh, we can set up a plan uh, transition that is very, very streamlined, that puts very little work on the, the, the uh, physician group and the practice manager, uh, if they have one, um, and, and keeping an, uh, the employees informed during, out, uh, during that entire process. So we see that as, as a positive um, because it's, a, it's another way uh, for that physician group uh, to have their physicians and their employees realize what a true benefit this is and have a, um, a an independent third party come in and reassure them of that, um, and also it, it just it, it typically helps to keep those long term employees happy, um, and it helps with uh, acquiring new talent. It's very competitive out there in the physician world right now, and the uh, the more uh, benefits that you have to offer, and the better benefit that uh, that those are, um, the more uh, apt you are to get that top talent that's that, that everybody's searching for.
0: And that's what I was just thinking about as you were saying that was that. I, I'm I'm sure there may be data out there that that kind of illuminates this from the perspective of what the value is for either new talent acquisition or just retention once you have them to have a you know good up to date set of benefits, including as we're talking about here, retirement type plans for staff that are the physicians as well as the folks that support the practice.
1: That's exactly right. And I think that, um, that keeping those employees, uh, being able to um, hire new talent, having a benefit that is beneficial both for the employee and for the lead physicians um, is what we try to accomplish every time we set up a plan. Uh, something that's kind of a hot topic right now in our industry and, and definitely within our firm um, is the cash balance plan option, which is an add-on to a 401k plan in the form of a defined benefit plan. And that is uh, an excellent tool for uh, small to medium-sized physician groups that have physicians that maybe are n- more near retirement uh, in that 50 to 55-year uh, range, and it allows them to, in some cases, triple uh, the amount of uh, tax-deferred savings that they're putting in a normal 401k profit-sharing plan. So uh, we've been able to go into practices and, and professional groups and look at uh, a physician that might be saving fifty-five to $60,000 in a profit-share slash 401k plan uh, and increase that to close to $200,000 uh, per year in tax-deferred savings. And for someone that's that has a practice that's doing well, uh, someone that's near retirement, that makes a huge difference uh, when we're going in and looking yeah. at their uh, their financial planning. And, and if we can do that for four or five years, that allows them to meet their retirement uh, dreams and goals and to have a retirement plan that actually is beneficial to them and not just a benefit that's offered.
0: And so when it comes down to, let's say that my Practice jumps on board. They they we actually take the time to talk to you, um, and we go, holy cow, we got to do this, and we get enrolled I mean, from the perspective of what we're going to be participating in in terms of the investment, uh, the the different options within that. Do I do that? How does that how does that flow?
1: Well, when we set up the plan with Transamerica uh, just over three years ago, we chose Transamerica because uh, they're one of the uh, national leaders in the multiple employer plan uh, marketplace. They do a very, very good job at helping us market uh, the MAG-MEP plan, but more importantly, they do a very good job on the record-keeping side with allowing those plans, those individual participating practices, uh, to have uh, what is a, looks and feels like a standalone 401k plan. They still log in through the MAG-MEP website through Transamerica, but uh, different practices can have different plan design requirements. They can have different eligibility. They can have different matching and profit sharing components. So Transamerica was able to offer that uh, better than anyone else, and they still do an excellent job. Uh, we went through in uh, knowing the the different personalities uh, through the physicians and, and and participants that we would be bringing into this plan. Um, we chose from there two or three thousand. Uh, investment options that they have, mostly mutual fund and collective uh, investment trust-based, uh, we whittled that down to about 70 investment options that are currently available. Um, we take on um, uh, what's, what's called a 321A fiduciary stance with the Medical Association of Georgia, so we're going through on a quarterly basis, reviewing those funds using our independent uh, um Uh, research to review those funds and make sure that they're prudent investment options, uh, that they're staying within the style boxes, that they're staying within the asset classes that we've hired them for, um, and that their fees are in line and their performance is in line with uh, versus their benchmarks and peers. So when a participant sits down to enroll in the plan, or we sit down and, and help a participant enroll in the plan, we have a variety of options that they can go into. If they're a passive type of, uh, of investor and they want uh, low-cost Vanguard mutual funds, we have those available. Um, if they like active management, we have those funds available. Uh, if they don't want to do anything and they just want to go into a target date uh, asset allocation fund based on their retirement age, we've got that available as well. Now, from what I
0: understand, if I if I get involved in a plan like this MEP plan that that is offered through MAG to its members, From the perspective of benefits, from what I understand, everybody has to be on the same sort of... Their contr- I don't know if contribution is the right word, but but in terms of um, each person has the same level of benefit and access to that particular 401k that they're offering. Is that correct?
1: Uh, no, not, not really. We can, um, we can set up each individual plan to where they do a, uh, a match. Uh, they do a profit share uh, contribution at the end of the year if they want to. So uh, each practice has that standalone capability cool. to have a look and feel different than the practice uh, you know down the street. Um, the the Department of Labor um, and, and, um, and IRS maximums that are, are placed on 401 k plans and profit sharing plans obviously still apply uh, but uh, like I said before we've been able to piggyback some other plans cash balance for example on top of those 401 k plans to increase those uh, tax deferred savings should it be something of interest to that particular practice
0: now you talked about costs um, that are associated with the point what are the typical, fees that we're going to see, particularly on these more, I guess, current, if you will, types of plans that you're talking about.
1: Um, every plan is, is is set up different. Um, you know, When we look at, we're obviously seeing a, a ton of plans on a weekly basis that we're looking at um, as far as um, prospects and, and, and looking at our current client base. So when we look at a plan, we look at a couple different things. We look at what are you paying from an administrative standpoint? What are you paying someone to do your annual 5500 testing, um, to do your document reinstatement, which is a big thing going on right now? We look at what uh, what is the particular practice paying uh, for an advisory-level uh, fee. Uh, what are they paying someone like Atlanta Capital Group? Uh, more importantly, what are they getting service-wise from that? Um, we've seen that kind of all over the board, CW, over the last few years, because um, one of the big things right now going on with the Department of Labor is the fiduciary rule and how that's going to affect people who's a fiduciary and who can collect fees and who, uh, you know, all of that type uh, conversations going on right now. Basically, what it comes down to is uh, is your advisor charging a flat fee? Is he charging or she charging 50 basis points or? $50,000 a year. What, what are they charging? And that flat fee allows for a totally unbiased and, uh, and, and comprehensive look at the investment options when you're giving investment op- uh, advice to participants and also when you're giving overall investment advice and recommendations to the investment committee. Um, so we've been committed to that since we, uh, since we started this team uh, six and a half years ago to, to just charging a flat fee. We do not collect any revenue sharing um, from mutual funds in the form of 12B1s or sub-TA fees. Uh, everything is a flat fee that we work on. So when we go in, we look at that. What, what are the advisors receiving? What type of advice? What type of services are they providing? And then finally, we look at the investment-related fees. And are there other fees that are grouped in with those investment-related fees, or is it just the true net cost of the investment? So we try to get the most clear and concise um, fee structure that we can get. And some practices are different. Some practices want to write a check for everything and cover as much of that from a, from a tax benefit standpoint as they can. Some people want to have it all built into that overall fee and, uh, through the MAG plan and through, uh, independent practice plans that we have set up outside of that, we can work with that in any different way.
0: We talked earlier, Kevin, about the fact that one thing that can sometimes creep up and bite you if you get a plan started and kind of set it and forget it, if you will, that over time, as you talked about, laws can change about various elements that affect that um, such that you could potentially be taking advantage of lower fees now than you did before and that kind of thing. Um, In this kind of case where we are in a multiple employer plan, it's, it's an umbrella type plan being offered to the membership of Medical Association of Georgia, I would assume so but i'll ask the question i would assume that that periodically we are updating the plan to reflect those changes to be current not just let them get stale and and if you're involving yourself in a plan like this where someone's advocating on your behalf as a financial advisor and in a, and, and in a relationship with medical of Georgia, i would think that you're evaluating that stuff on an ongoing basis
1: we are evaluating it on an ongoing basis we have uh, quarterly investment review meetings um, uh, both in our office and uh, on-site with MAG. Um, and at those meetings, we're going through every investment option. We're going through the uh, investment-related fees. We're going over everything with a third-party administrator, Retirement Strategies, Inc. We're going through everything we can um, and, and everything that we need to on, those, uh, on a quarterly basis. And that helps the individual adopting and uh, practices in this case to uh, rest assured that everything that, that we're doing Um, for MAG filters down to those individual participants. So if we have a problem with an investment option at the macro level, it's being affected uh, at the micro level. And also, uh, what we're able to do on that side too is, uh, as kind of an extra security blanket, um, I'm giving updates um, at least three times a year to the uh, Medical Association Board of Directors on how the plan's performing. So we're under constant scrutiny uh, to have the very best uh, investment options at the very best cost available. Um, so that that's a big benefit for folks that maybe not have had that type of service before.
0: And if I if I understood a comment you made a moment ago correctly, there is available, of course, the multiple employer plan through Medical Association of Georgia. But you also have the capability. If for whatever reason I wanted to do something different than that, you can do an individual type plan for me as well.
1: Yes, we, um, you know, we're we're a full service uh, financial advisory firm. So we have, as I mentioned earlier, when we were when we were talking, we have um, about seventy five corporate retirement plans that we manage. Um, many of those outside of the MAG MEP 401k plan. So we have practices that we work with. Um, We have um, aerospace companies, we have uh, manufacturing companies, we have technology companies that we manage the 401k plan for as standalone 401k plans. Uh, they receive all the services that Atlanta Capital Group has to offer, and then on the individual investment management side, we also work with small rep- uh, employers, smaller employers that might have a sole practitioner that might have a, a simple IRA or a SEP uh, IRA, something like that, in place. We help manage that, and then we also have a we have a lot of clients that are currently retired where we're managing their individual retirement account uh, currently.
0: Now, uh, is there a benefit? Uh, at some point, whether it's practice structure or size, whatever the case may be, that would make one choice over the other, whether I participate in a multiple employer plan, like what is being offered to the membership as a whole versus choosing something that may be a little bit more uh, specific to my practice? Is there kind of a a decision tree, if you will, that would kind of lead you to think, I should go this way or that.
1: Absolutely. And it, it basically comes down to cash flow and and, 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 um, and tax requirements. Uh, when we look at these individual plans, we look at what's the most beneficial structure. Um, available, you know, if you have a larger number of employees, 401k is probably going to be the right way to go. If you have a smaller number of employees with three or four physicians that are trying to maximize their total savings, then a cash balance plan might be the you know the best way to go. So, we look at all those type things, and fortunately, we have enough uh, experience and expertise that we can sit down. Uh, And um, with a brief consultation and and, and figure out what's the best route for that uh, that particular practice to take.
0: If I do have a profit sharing plan in place for my practice, how does that affect my experience with this?
1: First of all, each 401k plan is a component of a profit-sharing plan. So some 401ks choose to offer that profit share. Some of them don't. Typically, all um, profit shares are set up on a discretionary basis, Mm -hmm. discretionary on the amount that's funded and discretionary on whether or not they make that actual profit-share contribution. So it would not affect it at all. We have some MAG member firms uh, that are adopting employers of this that are just profit-sharing plans. Uh, Most of the plans that we have that are members of the MAG 401k plan, uh, multiple-employer 401k plan, have both the 401k and profit sharing component. Gotcha. Now,
0: from what I understand in in our earlier conversation before we went on air today, as the practice gets larger, we start dealing with more employees, then that can somewhat change requirements that we need to be at least expecting and planning for. Um, The value obviously still exists for your employee retention and all of those types of things to offer it, even if you're a large practice, but there are some things to be aware of when you are in that. Larger stratosphere
1: of, of employers. There certainly is, and one of the main uh, main focus points on that is the is the audit requirement. And uh, basically, on a on a simple level, if you have over a hundred employees uh, that are eligible for the 401k plan, you're required to have an annual audit, uh, independent of any other audits that you're doing of the of the retirement plan. Mag uh, through the MEP 401k plan does that uh, audit requirement on their own. So if you have a physician practice right now, uh, and let's say that you have 120 employees in that physician practice, um, then you are currently paying administrative fees, advisory fees, and 401k investment-related and record-keeping fees on top of an annual audit cost. So when we come in and and present the the MAG-MEP 401k plan as an option for you, we can immediately eliminate that audit cost. And then sometimes that can be significant, uh, anywhere from 7500 to maybe $15,000 per year. So when we look at our total overall fees, we're And when we get into that larger market, um, as far as uh, employee base goes, we're definitely bringing that up and we're definitely making sure that they know the total cost savings.
0: We've been talking with Kevin Rainwater of the Atlanta Capital Group, learning about retirement plans, particularly in this case, doing a lot of discussion about the multiple employer 401k plan offered through the Medical Association of Georgia to its members. And when you come in, Kevin, and you're starting to interact with a given practice, I mean, are there some... Areas that you typically see some mistakes made or, or um, areas of opportunity that tend to be common from one practice to the next so that maybe they can be thinking about those uh, as they hear us today?
1: I think one of the most common mistakes is not exploring every option that's out there. Um, and, and typically uh, I say that because, you know, a lot of times I would say probably once a day we get asked, who's our biggest competitor? Uh, in the 401k marketplace Um, there's a few firms uh, in the southeast that do what we do um, as far as having a dedicated 401k advisory team uh, made up of of professionals and experts in the 401k industry Uh, but most of our competition is through relationships with individual investment advisors. Um, and Those individual investment advisors typically have a relationship, in this case, with a physician or the, the lead physician of a particular practice. Um, and typically those investment advisors, they're very, very good at what they do on the individual investment, wealth management, maybe comprehensive financial planning side, but they might not be a true 401k expert. Um, and, and that's where we see people stumble is they don't know exactly what every option is. They don't know exactly what providers are out there and what the benefits are with those particular providers, be it through a MAG MEP plan or a standalone plan. So plan design expertise, uh, knowing every vendor out there and the associated fees and, and benefits of each vendor that's out there, uh, and more importantly, having someone that's going to be by their side uh, throughout the entire process, not just on the front end setting it up, but somebody that's uh, you know, by their side through the entire Retirement process. And we we always say we want to set up a retirement plan, not a 401k plan. And a retirement plan is just what it says. We actually, if those people, uh, when they leave that practice, be it the lead physician uh, or the, perp- uh, the person working the front desk, if they can't retire when they leave, we haven't done our job. So we try to create a retirement plan uh, that is beneficial for every level of employee from a cost standpoint, from a tax standpoint, and from an investment related standpoint.
0: Are there some other thoughts that you want to leave folks with before we get you back to the office today?
1: Well, I think the main thing is, is one, thank you for having me on the show today. This has been a great environment, and uh, I think it's good for people to learn what the options are out there. There's a lot of changing and moving parts within our industry. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, negative information uh, out there, maybe um, you know, through ads and whatnot, uh, you know, on all types of media. Um, The 401k plan um, is probably still the single best way to save for retirement um, because uh, typically it's, it's offered in the workplace. Um, it's a um, an automatic process. You don't have to go down to the bank and write a check or have something drafted. It's coming out of each paycheck. Um, if you're fortunate to work uh, with a lot of the practices that we work with, then you're having a nice match contribution. Um, if industry studies are showing that you need to be saving uh, 12 to 15% of your gross income to, to have a meaningful retirement benefit, most of the plans that we have set up through the MAG Benefit are getting their employees there. They're getting their physicians there and get, they're getting the all the staff there as well. So um, we have done a good job at setting up uh, an excellent retirement benefit. Um, I think that people uh, you know, need to continue to explore what's out there and make sure that their plan is is exactly what's right for them and not just assume um, that when they put something in place 10, 12, 15 years ago, that that's still the right thing for them. Um, and we, we're more than happy to do that uh, and, and can, can turn that around fairly quickly.
0: Now, I know that you interface with some of the county medical societies to present to them and give them information about the existence of this multiple employer 401k plan through the Medical Association of Georgia. Um, where else can they go to get information about the firm?
1: Well, they can go to Um That's one of the, the, the best places to go to learn more about us. Um, they can also go to the MAG website. Uh, we're an endorsed uh, vendor on the MAG website. Uh, MAG has some of the other... Um, uh, recordings that we've done and some other um, situations that we've had with them, um, they can get involved with their county medical society, um, and and they uh, through that will either learn about us because we're in front of them, or we'll learn about us because we're reaching out to the executive directors or the you know the lead physicians within those particular counties, um, and then we are uh, we have a very large presence at the um, mag house of delegates uh, meeting every year. Um, And then we're also present at the board of directors meetings, like I've mentioned. So AtlanticCapitalGroup.com will give you information on myself and, and, and our firm. Um, and we would love to have uh, love to have an opportunity to earn business on either the 401k or individual wealth management side. And if you want to link up with them, they're
0: also on Twitter at ATL Capital Group. And that'll get you in touch with the information that they're putting out on a regular basis via their social media feeds. And if you're listening to us on the podcast and you go to the upper left-hand corner of the show page, you'll see the Apple logo there. That'll take you to the Top Docs Radio Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us. That way you can stay up with all of the guests that we're bringing to you as each new episode comes out, it'll be downloaded straight to your device and ready for you to check it out. And obviously on a topic like this, as as Kevin was saying earlier, the fact that you have a plan in place, uh, particularly if it's been one that's around for a little while and it is not the, the MEP plan that they offer through MAG, it's worth taking a few minutes And speaking with Kevin or one of his colleagues on his staff to make sure that you're getting the very best benefit for the very best fees that you possibly can. Because as he talked about, over time, even just three to five years sometimes, things can change a fair amount that really makes you just be leaving money behind.
1: It does not hurt at all to take a look at the plan and part of the fiduciary liability that the plan sponsors. And typically there's one physician that's signing on the dotted line as trustee part of their fiduciary uh, responsibility is to review the plan on an annual basis and we can help them do that.
0: Well, make sure you grab them when you see them at one of these meetings. And if not, uh, go to their website, atlantacapitalgroup.com and get in touch with them to say, hey, I've got a plan. Would you take a look at it for me? I'm sure it's a fairly painless process and it's not going to be all that cumbersome to, to go through. So we hope that our folks out there take advantage of that and... Uh, Thanks for taking some time to join us Thank in you the for studio the today. It's a really important topic. I'm really happy to share some information to the folks over at Medical Association of Georgia, Donald Palmisano, Tom Cornegay, and Susan, and all the other folks over there. We want to say thanks so much for being a partner with the show. And to the folks who made us a part of their day today to check us out today, we want to say thanks so much. We'll see you all same time, same place next week. We'll see you then.